Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line. I can get to your questions and comments. And by the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. Isn't that something? Today is Mother's Day. And uh, we want to talk about that in a minute here. There is a, a video that's out, and we'll talk about this tomorrow on the radio show, where this black lady was stopped by the cops cop, a white cop, because he said that she was going 70 miles or so in a 50-mile zone, and the cops stopped her and dealt with her, and when he left, she took off, and she went on, on the, online, YouTube or something, and she was talking about how the cop treated her, he threatened to throw her out of the car, and that black people would understand this, it's all racist, and she was so scared. And she started crying while she was doing this video. And she showed where she was, somewhere in north of South Carolina, open field, open road. I know that slaves died out here on this road. And black people understand this. It was just all drama. And then they, so, and because they started getting calls at the police department, they uh, released the, the body cam that the cop had on. And the story was totally different. It was nothing like what she said. Nothing at all. And the reason I'm bringing it up, because in, this fallen, in a fallen state that you're in, it's so tempting to do wrong. It really is. So blacks know now that they can pretty much get away with blaming cops, especially white cops. And so um, even the best person, if you're not really out of that fallen state, You'll find yourself doing that. It's such an interesting tape. We're going to be talking about that tomorrow. Uh, and then there was this one mother online, a black, another black one. Uh, <clears throat> she's doing a, what do you call that thing? Instagram Live. No, the one that you do when you're Selfie. looking at yourself. Selfie. Selfie. Video. Video. And her little boy come down and he asked for water while she's doing her selfie. And he looked like he was about, how old is that boy? I think he's supposedly, reportedly seven. Uh, about seven years old. And, and the mother cursing him out. Call him the B word and all kinds of names. Because he asked for water while she got her ego in the mirror. It was so evil. But it's an example of why, how you're traumatized as a kid when you're living with single mothers. And you don't have the father there to protect you. Very interesting stuff. So we're going to deal with all of that tomorrow and some other stuff for you on the radio show there. Um, <clears throat> and so can you pull up that scripture in Matthew where it says to honor your mother? Yeah. Uh, and I want you to read that for me. In the scriptures it says to honor your father and your mother and so that your days can be long and that you can prosper here in this country that God has given unto you. And what I've come to realize is that most people do not honor their father and mother. They don't honor their mother. And we're going to get into why in a minute here. Let me know when you get it. Um, we're going to get into why. And this is the reason that most people suffer. I was talking to a, a, a young guy yesterday and he was telling me about his experience at school when he ran into, 
you know, friends and things just acting out. He now realizes that they can't help it because they're like their parents. And I'm like, wow, that's so nice to know that as a teenager, to know that your friends are acting out because they're the image of their parents. And that prevents you from hating them because at such an early age, you have an idea of what's going on. Whereas most people don't know that at an early age. So they end up fighting and disliking one another. And it just goes from generation to generation. You have yet? I have two. I just Matthew, need one. But, uh, huh? They're kind of different, each one. So I'll go with Matthew 15:4. Okay. Jesus is talking to the scribes and Pharisees. Well, it says to the Pharisees. And uh, they ask him, why do your disciples break from tradition? No, and, that's not what I want. I want the one where he says, honor your father and mother. It's mother's He name. does say that in this. Huh? Exodus 20.12? Yes, that's actually the commandment given. Okay, let me have that one in. I don't have the full word. Oh, okay. How do you know about it? I read read the word. (laughs) (laughs) So you just knew that by rote? I had it in front of me. Um, Oh, okay. I was about to say, there is a God. Yes. Okay, if you want to go to Exodus 20.12, it's a commandment was given. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that Yahweh your God is giving you. Yeah. And then it gives the rest of the commandments. That's one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. yeah. Let me hear those records. Those rest, the rest of them are good, too. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not give false evidence against your neighbor. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, so do you want to read the first one you saw to? I am emotionally tied into yeah, it. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, since you're so emotionally attached to it, I don't want to mess up your Mother's Day. <laughs> How many of you have mothers? Oh, okay. That are still living? All right. Cool. Here's G- this is what Jesus said. For God said, honor your father and your mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother will be put to death. But you say... If anyone says to his father or mother, anything I might have used to help you is dedicated to God, he is rid of his duty to father and mother. In this way, you have made God's word ineffective by means of your tradition. Hypocrites! Uh, You feel better? Yes. Okay. 99.999, not all, not all, not all, but 9999, 99%, but not quite 100 Point nine, don't honor their parents. They don't honor their mothers, and they don't honor their fathers. Now, if you ask most people, they would tell you that they do. And then when you ask them why, I mean, how do you know you do? They say, I love them. Uh, It's my mother. I heard some guy say this morning on some show. um, Maybe online. um, Oh, I think into James' show. What did the guy say about his mother? Well, he said... I, he said that most blacks love their mothers. Yeah. And he said something like it's not a weakness or something? Um, I can't remember. But he said most black people love their mothers. And it's just totally not true. Absolutely not true. And it's unfortunate that it's not true. Uh, but it should, we should get it back on track. And so um, I remember when I had that anger toward my mother. But I didn't know... 
that the love that I had was a fake love. It wasn't a real love. It's a love that came from hating. It's that emotional love. And it's the kind of uh, anger that prevents you from telling your mother the truth. You don't want to hurt her feelings. You, uh, you sep- you're subject to her. Um, you have to take care of her all her life because she'll follow you around. And when she gets sick, she'll make you move her into your house. And, and you ask her, why do you have her living with you? It's my mother. I have to. You know, but you don't see the father doing that for the most part. And the reason that most children, adult children do that because they resent their mothers. And I didn't know this because I felt what I thought was love for my mother. And it wasn't until I realized I had the anger and I went and forgave her for what she had done, you know, turned me away from my father. And then I woke up to real love for her in that I don't feel love for her. Well, I didn't feel love for her. She's gone now, but I did not feel love for her. But I loved her in the same way I love everybody. It's the it's God love that's in us that you return to. And you treat your mother in the same way that you would treat a stranger. With love. Don't hate. And it's not based on feelings at all. It's so amazing that it's that way. And it's such a perfect way to live. And so by most people into that emotional stuff and they think that's love, they are disrespecting, they are not honoring their mother. And so that's why their lives is tough. Have you noticed that all people who have anger toward their parents are not happy people? And, and some are doing well financially because they work like slaves to make it happen, but they still don't have the peace. And I'm telling you, once you forgive your mother, and you're going to love her the way God loves you, and your whole life will be taken care of. It really will. I was thinking about the fact that I run this national organization that I started for the last 28 years. I have no idea how to run a business. Well, I know more now than I did then. But when I forgave my parents, everything else just opened up to me. Because what people don't know, when you have one iota of anger, you're really in a fallen state. You're asleep with your eyes open. And you really don't see. You literally cannot see what you're doing. Everything that seems to look right is wrong. Everything that you think, everything that you see, even with your physical eyes, you're not seeing it in the right way. You're not seeing it clearly. As a matter of fact, you're seeing it from a different world. You're not seeing it from the world of God. You're not seeing the reality. It's like you're in hell looking up. But when you forgive, truly forgive, it's like you're standing on the mountaintop looking out. And you can see everything. But that anger is preventing you from seeing. And most people don't know it. They, it's weird because when you're in that state, you don't know it. You don't know that you're in a fallen state. So you don't know that you cannot see. And you don't know that you don't love and honor your parents. Um, you just don't know. That's why you got to get rid of this anger so you can love them and the world in the right way. And everything will start to change. Everybody. And I know that people in the fallen state, they learn the truth because they hear it, they repeat it. But you still don't see. You don't see. And so you cannot love your parents in the right way. And that's why your blessings in life is not automatically given to you. You have to hustle for them. You have to lie and cheat and steal. 
and so uh, and hustle and and get on medication. Everybody and their mama are on medication. They're really on antidepressant and some type of drug to make themselves function in life. But if you forgive, you don't need all that stuff. You got to forgive so you can when you because when you don't honor your parents, then you can't honor God. Our parents are our first example, and they cannot help it because they've been screwed up too by their mothers and fathers. So you got to check yourself so you can overcome that. And you will wake up. It's so amazing to wake up. But if you have the anger, you're not going to wake up. Mother's Day is like a holiday because it's all false love. And some mothers are so desperate in that father state, they're nervous that their kids are not going to honor them today. They'll call them up. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do for me on Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. You going to buy me something? If you got to ask for it, it's not freely given. But we got to come out of this fallen state, and it's not going to happen until you overcome your anger. When I forgave my mother, we became friends. You know, and she would call me up when she had problems with the other kids. She had never done anything like that before. Uh, you need to talk to your brother or you need to talk to your sister because our relationship changed. It became an adult relationship, not a child and a mama relationship. But in that father's state, you are your mama's baby until you die. She treats you like a child and you act like a child. And in that state, you love acting like a child and men feel silly, but they can't help it because they're in that father's state. You got to wake up. And be free. Yes, I saw your hand. Yes. Alex is asking, what do you do when you forgive your mother but still have anger? Well, you haven't forgiven yet. Um, what I would recommend that you really need to do the silent prayer so you can see what it is you're doing. Because I didn't know I had all that going on until God allowed me to see it. I was sitting and praying, just not asking anything. And he allowed me to see that I resented my father and mother, especially my mother. Most people resent their mothers because that's their first contact. And it's not in the nature of the mother to raise children on her own. She needs the authority of the father, the love of the father. The kids need that. So uh, I would recommend that you deal with your father, too, if you can. But do the silent prayer so you can see for yourself, because no one told me that I needed to forgive my mother. I didn't know I had the anger for my mother. I mean, I knew, I, I, knew, I knew she got on my nerve, but I didn't know it was holding me down and I was in a fallen state until I started to pray and God allowed me to see that. So I really recommend you do the silent prayer. And especially all people, but especially men. All right? Yes. That's it? Okay. Uh, any questions about that? So everybody here, anybody here, have, everybody here love their mother? You love your mother in the back. Yes. And how do you know you love her? I, I went through this process with her. I, I forgave her. Uh, this is your first time here? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, you forgave her? I did. How, how did you do it? Well, the conversation came up, I'd say it's been about five years or so. I, I went through this whole thing back and forth, struggling with her. We had a lot of disagreements about everything. And we still disagree about most things. But... Uh, I think you put it perfectly. You have to love them as you love a stranger. That's yes. really, really 
nails it right on the head. Yeah. yeah. And so you went to her and, what, and you told her you were sorry for being angry at her? Yeah, uh, we, we, it was like I said, it was many years of back and forth and finally got to the point where I just, very similar to you, I just kind of was thinking about it. I was like, this is crazy that I have to have this relationship like this. Yeah. It shouldn't be this way. And um, yeah, we just we sat down and we, we hashed things out. And, and she still will always kind of try to be that mother. I can tell she's trying to come back and do this kind of thing. Yeah. But I've set you know, strict boundaries. And I, like I said, what you said about just kind of loving her like a stranger, that's what saved me completely. And so how do you know you have forgiven her? Uh I guess I just feel it. Like I feel when I, I'm able to, when she says things and does certain things, I don't react uh, like I did. I don't react like a child. I don't feel like a child anymore. Right. I, feel, I feel like we're adults, just in an adult relationship. And you're able to speak up to her? Yes. Are you living with her? No. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, how about your father? Did you forgive him too? Yes. Yes, I did. So um, how did you find us? Uh, just, you know, that's a good question. I don't know, just online. Just, oh, okay. Uh, Kind of. What's your first name? Simon. Simon. Yes. That's a, isn't that a biblical name? Yes. Nice name. Thank you. Uh, any questions for me? Uh, I think you're nailing everything right on the head. Like I said. Yeah. So. Are you married? No. You been married? Yes. And what happened? Uh, you were married to your mother? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Was she uh, like your mother? Yes. So you're married to your mother? Yeah. That's well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> and so what happened? I uh, just. It just didn't work, you know, and I, I could see early on things were wrong, and uh, I didn't do it for the right reasons, which I think a lot of men don't do things for the right reasons, especially when it comes to marriage. They think yeah. they're doing what they're supposed to do based on their mother or based on society, and I wasn't going to just go through uh, motions of life just to say, oh, look at me, I'm doing the right thing. So that You was have it. children with her? No. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. And so, so you went to your mother and said, I'm sorry for being angry at you for being such a witch. Well, I didn't use the term witch, but... Use the other term? <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up in church. I got you. I got you. No, I didn't... I, 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 I try not to use derogatory terms in general when I yeah. discuss with people. I just yeah, find I'm that that triggers people, yeah. So right. I just, I and so, them. but what did you say to her? When you say you went back and forth with her, what do you mean by well, that? Well, I mean, it's, it's like anything. It's many years of struggle. I mean, it's your mother, so you don't want to offend her. And at the same time, you want to grow up and be your own man and, and be an adult to have an adult relationship. And then she's always trying to come back and con you can feel she's trying to come back and be a yeah. controlling mother. So you, it's constant. It's a battle. So, you know, you just you, you kind of figure out a way. I, I guess it's probably unique to every mother. Every mother's a little different, obviously. A different no, they're all the same. <laughs> just different names. So, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah. uh, so you still battling with her? There's, there's moments, there's moments, but uh, like I said, I've set, I've set boundaries, I've made a decision, this is how my life's going to be, uh, this is how my, I, you know, I envision the relationship Jim, I want to take that away from him, please. I envision the relationship I want to have with her as I do with everyone in society, like, uh, you know, again, like I, I keep, what you said about the stranger thing really resonates with me because I think that's important. Yeah. If you love everyone and you behave as an adult, and you expect everyone else to behave as an adult, that's where you're really going to get. So are you a man now? I, I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And you're not quite there yet? I feel like I am, but I, I, every day I feel like I've learned something new I need to grow from. So. Have you forgiven your father too? Yes. And how, what changed when you forgave him? Um, as far as just in my life in general? Yeah. Uh, I guess 
I just felt more more free, just more able to do my own thing and not worried about what you need know, to start thinking for yourself. I mean, yeah. really, what it comes out to. Okay. Yeah. The one thing that I'm a little interested in is that you say you had to set boundary with your mother now, right? Correct. But when you truly forgive her, you don't have to set boundaries because now you return to your original self. You're no longer you no longer have her nature. So you return to God's nature, which is your nature. And so you don't have to set boundaries because you start you wake up and you start to deal with life as it is happening. And so like if she tried to interfere in your life in the wrong way, you could deal with it accordingly and just move on. You don't have to worry about having boundaries because you're now guided by what is right and not by that anger, which is of your father, the devil. So I'm a little concerned because of, of that reason. You don't seem to have understood that you become free. And a, and a man who has boundaries that he set up is not free. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. So you may have to go back and deal with her again. That's, I, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. So. so here's what I, I recommend you do. I want you to get to know yourself first. Because what you're going to find out, you're going to see this battle going on within you. This battle between good and evil. And it's going to cause you to realize that you're not in control of anything. And you've never been in control. And the things that you have done that you did not want to do, you couldn't help it. It wasn't you. But it was this thing that made a home of you, right? And so you, by, by knowing yourself, it's going to help you to know your mother. And understand why she did the things that she's done to you. And that's going to cause you to forgive her where you can really see this thing going on within yourself, then you could go to her and say, look, I understand now that you couldn't help yourself, and I'm sorry for holding that against you. And then God will forgive you, and he will set you free from her, and you can finally have your own self and your own life. You're going to wake up. But unless you, unless you get to know yourself, you can't really forgive her. Because it's not enough to do it just because someone said it. Or just because you read it, you need to see why you need to do it. Right, right. That makes sense? Yes, sir. I want to, are you doing my silent prayer at all? Uh, I have not yet, no. Okay. <laughs> well, go online, uh, rebuildingaman.com slash church, and I want you to give it about a week. Do the silent prayer first thing in the morning, at night, and you'll see. Then you could go and deal with her in the proper way, and you, you don't need a boundary. Gotcha. All right? Because I'm telling you, you're going to wake up. And the light of God will guide you. And within that light, you can see the right things to do. And I, I've noticed, too, that when you grow as a spiritual child, you start growing back to yourself. Um, you can see temptation before it overtakes you and you're able to resist it without any effort at all. Just by seeing it makes you free. The light that's in you is the power of the spirit of God and it protects you from all things. You can see that people are no good. You can see how you can be being set up by people. It's so amazing. But you got to wake up. And the way you do it, you have to forgive your parents first, especially the mothers. Because I'm telling you, it's so simple. It's not all this stuff we've been taught. It's not all this hooping and hollering. You don't have to read the Bible eight times through and through. You have to just forgive. In the Lord's Prayer, it says, forgive me as I forgive others. Um, it just said, 
and he, and he says that when you forgive, I forgive you. If you have a problem with someone, go to them and forgive them and drop it and go live your life. He didn't say go around and tell Mary and Sue and, and Jack and Larry, forgive that person. And when you wake up, you're going to see it only makes sense because you can help yourself. Why would you hold something against someone else? It's the same thing, same spirit. It's so good. And then you just grow, grow, grow by the light of God inside of you. All right. Thank that, you. That, okay, you're welcome. Anybody have a question? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I'll come to you in a minute, Frank. I forgot. Y'all about to quiet today. Y'all scared to talk about mama. <laughs> I have a couple of comments from okay. people in the chat. People okay. are watching from UK and say it's weird because Mother's Day is in April over there. I was wondering about that. I was thinking that on Friday. I wonder if it's Mother's Day around the world. Because it feels like Christmas is all over. <laughs> but Lori is saying that she says, My mother took her life in 1987. I thought I forgave her, but realized lying to myself was messing up my life. Yep. I have now forgiven her. Life is so much better. Yes. Mother's Day. That's so, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you. And if this had not happened to me, I wouldn't know about it. I wouldn't know the depths of it had it not happened. I forgave. He allowed me to see that I had this anger. He allowed me to know that that anger was holding me back in life. He allowed me to know I needed to know, go and forgive. And I have to tell you, I was an adult man. Forgiving mama is the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do in life. You'll be, it's easier to walk through the Sahara Desert without water than it is to go and approach mama. Have you noticed that? And people make up excuses. Oh, can I just call her? Or can I write her a letter? No. You got to go and face the bull. You got to do it. And it would, and it would be the last time that you will have anything that difficult to deal with. Everything else will become easy. And as adults, and people calling my show, they're like, yeah, I'm afraid to do that. And I'm like, isn't it weird that you are afraid to forgive your mother? Yeah. But as adults, you're afraid, and the reason you're afraid because the person that you hate control you. They're your authority. And you can't stand up to them. Go ahead, James. Oh, I thought you had to come. Tim is saying that he's driving right now to go forgive his mother. On Mother's Day? <laughs> I guess so. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Tim. This is an interesting day to forgive Mama. Mother's Day, she's expected to be worshipped today, not forgiven. <laughs> And not realizing that forgiving her is worshiping her, honoring her. You're not holding anything against her anymore. But good for Tim. Right on. Yes, Ricky. I, I had my close family friend that called me up yesterday. And um, she said to me, uh, are you going to worship your mother today? And I said, what? I, I couldn't. I used to do that kind of stuff. And it's kind of irritating uh, to hear that, you know, because uh, you're only supposed to worship God. And uh, so you're supposed to do something. And so it's just very irritating. But uh, yeah. um, Well, a lot of people just don't know. 
You know, they really don't know. I would not have known had not God allowed me to see. So he just doesn't know. That's all it is. Because the preacher is not going to tell you, you need to forgive your mother. That's the last thing you're going to do. It's mama who brings the, per- the money to church. Men don't give like women give. <laughs> have you noticed that? They'll give, but not like the woman. Women will really give. So the preachers are not telling the congregation that you need to forgive. Because they're afraid of losing the members. They're afraid of losing the women from the church. So I want to really encourage you today is that when you do get with your mothers, have a nice little conversation. Just apologize. And if she get mad on this day, just forgive me. Don't overreact. And she, in 50 years, may come around. But at least you will go free, and then you could start your own family, start a new generation. And then the curse can end. Because if you notice, God just let you die. He just let people die. He created another one, hoping that somebody get it right. And while you're at the funeral crying over this one that's gone, he's like, let the dead bury the dead. You know, don't worry, we made some more babies. Yes, sir. You have your hand? Yeah. I was going to say that I saw my mom today, so I'm actually pretty used to seeing her. You're used to it? Yeah. Okay. And what was it like seeing You don't live with her, right? No. How was it seeing her today? Good. It was good? So she wanted I, me to spend the day with her. So what? She wanted me to spend the whole day with her. And why didn't you? She didn't let me. She didn't let you? No. Oh, your grandmother? Yeah. And why not? I don't know. Uh, and you wanted to? Yeah. Did you tell Grandma I want to be with my mother today? Yeah, I and told she, her the day before as well. What? I told her the day before as well. And what did she say? No. How do you feel about that? Huh? I don't know. Are you sad about it? Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you let him be with her today? Oh, hold on a minute. His mom is not very responsible. Your mom, give me some tissue paper. Is what? She's not very responsible. She lives with some guy who's a heroin addict. Oh. And I don't know what goes on in their no. place. And she's always from one house to another. Oh, I see. And I just don't want Devin around that environment. Did you explain that to him? Yeah, he oh. knows that. Oh, okay. You know yes. that part? Nope. No. You all I know, know is that he lives in Spring Valley, like, and my mom lives with him. What? And all I know is that he lives in Spring Valley, like, my mom lives with him. And they just have um, people that live there. But me and my mom, we're going to go in the swimming pool today. Oh. It's, it's so unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> You go to dab, boy. You tell you're not a makeup artist. <laughs> Thank you. No, what happened was uh, I went out and got some new makeup, and this is the first time I use it, and it doesn't work. I think she gave me white people makeup. So that's why all this is happening. Um, so you wanted to be with her anyway, no matter what? Yeah. Uh, you know what I realized from that? In our souls, we yearn for our parents. And as kids, we really don't care what the condition is. As long as we can be with them. Because that's what we need. 
until we become adults and we can return to God. But that's what the problem is. I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I let him spend the day yesterday uh, while I went to work with his father, you know, and uh, he seemed to be happy and content, you know. Yeah. It's but so it's, unfortunate that these kids can't be with their parents nowadays. Yeah. And A lot had, of parents are on drugs and living in with men and women that are not married to. And it's just such a bad situation for the kids. And then when you grow up as an adult, you think that what you need is a job or living in a certain place or you need money or you need this or that. When really your soul is just yearning for the parent. That's all it is. And well, I'm sorry about that, Debbie. How old are you now? Uh, 11. Uh, basically in half. 11 and a half. 11 and a half? Yeah, when I was young, I used to put the half in. <laughs> Now that I'm old, I don't want to tell any part of it. Yeah, you have another question? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, when I saw my dad yesterday, um, like, I talked to him on the phone. He said he got in a motorcycle accident because he has, like, his motorcycles and dirt bikes and stuff. But he was on a moped, and you can't pull the front brake on it. Because, like, the way how the moped is, it, like, throw you forward. Right. That's what happened. And um, what's called the moped? It broke his toe. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> Men supposed to break their toes on a moped. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry that you could be with your mother. I understand how that feel. All right. I, w I interviewed uh, Stacy Dash on uh, Friday. Friday, right? Thursday. Thursday. Thursday? Thursday? Oh, it seemed like Friday. But I interviewed her on the Fall Estate on my TV show. And to hear her talk about what she went through with her parents as a child, it was pretty sad. It just made me realize God made the parents. So the parent can love us as they love him, as he loved them. And our parents are not doing it. They're letting us, you know, generate. And the next generation just getting worse and worse, letting the children down. And this is why you have kids on drugs, uh, alcohol, depressed, suicidal thoughts. It's not because of racism or sexism or homophobism. It has nothing to do with isms. It has everything to do with the failing of the parents. Everything to do with that. If you had good parents, you'd be a good child. Because we are created in the image of our parents. And that's the truth. That's why when you forgive, you return back to the Father. That's your parent now. But we are created in the image of our parents. And it's unfortunate that it lasts so long, the trauma lasts so long, where you can simply just forgive and be done with it. <clears throat> so you can wake up and live your life. Yes, Dave. Um, I have two, maybe three questions. Alex is following up. He says, how do I forgive my mother after I told her I forgave her? Well, I mean, once you forgive, that's it. You're locked in. Once you forgive your mother, you truly forgive her, the anger disappears. You don't have it. Maybe you need to forgive himself or because a lot of people, they hate themselves, too. And if you resent yourself, it's the same as resenting your parents. 
you're separated from God, and you're going to suffer. So I would just kind of be cool and just feel the pain and do nothing about it. If you have truly forgiven, oh, call my show in the morning because I have follow-up questions for you. Because I don't know if you truly forgave her. When I forgave my mother, all anger disappeared. It just left it with God. And I've not had to contend with that. That was like 20, 29 years ago now. So once you forgive, he draw you into the kingdom. Now you start to live. It's nothing that you have to deal with. So tell them to call my show in the morning. Tell them to call the show tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Pacific time. All right? What's your other one? Um, this guy Rolf is asking us really seems like a personal question that like a lot of guys and now girls are dealing with that might be kind of related to the forgiving the mother thing. Yeah. But I don't really want to ask it. Oh, you don't want to ask it? <laughs> it's like what Amber Rose is saying that she does when she's um, feeling empty and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So Poor Amber Rose. I, I interviewed Amber Rose too. You know who she is? Who don't know? Oh, she is the slut. She uh, started, one of the people who started something called the Slut Walk. And what they want to do is take the shame out of being a slut for women. But when you talk, when I talk to her, you can see that's not really who she is. That's not really what she wants. And so, what's the name of this person? Rolf. What? Rolf, R-O-L-F. Oh, what I, what I suggest, rather than doing that, do my silent prayer. All right? So that, and the reason I encourage the prayer, because it was in prayer when I wasn't begging with words or asking anything, that God allowed me to see what was wrong. And so that situation that you're dealing with, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't stop on your own. You know how people say, stop smoking, stop doing drugs, stop having sex, stop, stop. You cannot stop on your own. And, and the moment you say to yourself that you're going to stop, the worse you get. Because you're lying to yourself. You're playing God. Anybody ever tried to stop a habit that you have? And you're like, I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> and doesn't it get worse? You might hold off for a day. <laughs> and then you, you find yourself dipping back into it. And then you're like, oh, this is not so bad. <laughs> And the next day, you know, you're all the way back in darkness. And you're like, how did I get back into this? Because you literally can't help yourself. This is why you shouldn't be calling it good or evil. Don't name it and claim it. Don't lie to yourself. Just observe without judging and you'll overcome. It's that simple. Because every time you say you're not going to do it, you're setting yourself up. We are not God. We are not in control of anything. And we serve one or the other. We either serve God or serve Satan. Even the atheists who says that they don't believe a God is this or they don't serve any God, they're serving Satan. You're not on your own. So don't tell yourself you're not going to do it. You need to just pray so you can see why you're doing it. And 99% of the time is because you've been, you hate your mother. 
I have been molested or you hate your mother. And men hate, hate their mothers so they hate women. All men hate women. That's why they can't live with them and they can't live without them. All men hate women. Do you, do you agree with me on that in the back? I, I see where you're going with that. Yes. And, and where am I going with it? It's frustrating. There's differences in opinion. There's different points of view, and it can be very frustrating to uh, back to your point about if you can't forgive and just kind of look at things objectively and look at things for exists. Like if you get emotionally tied up, uh, I could see where that could yeah. manifest as hate. And and that's why men are so subject to women because they hate their mothers, and until they forgive their mothers, they're not going to be able to love all women in the right way. The same way that they love everybody. The one thing about God's love, it's the same all over with everybody. It's not different for daddy or different for mother or different for my friends or different for... He loved everybody the same. That's why he said, love your enemy. And love is just simply not hating. When you don't have anger, you have love. And it's so simple. I wish you guys would just get that point. It's not about looking here or blaming someone. It's looking at who you're angry at and forgiving, and you'll be free. Then you can become sons and daughters of God. And you can, then you can get away from your medications. You can get away from all your addictions. When you're in that fallen state, people that are, are being uh, innocently doing something with you, playing around or making jokes or whatever, in that fallen state, you take some of the dumbest things personally. Have you noticed that? And he's like, I was just playing. Why are you mad? Because the person in the fallen state is looking out of the windows of darkness, and they can't really see that this is my friend. They're just playing around with me. They don't mean me any harm because you're in that darkness. But when you come into the light, it, even if they were making a joke, it was a true joke, it wouldn't bother you. You laugh about it because you see how silly you are anyway. But you got to let the anger go. Anybody here still have anger? Isn't that amazing? And the rest of you don't have it on this side? Nobody on this side, Rachel. You don't have it? No, I have it. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't you let it go? I don't know. Uh, that's an honest answer. So you haven't forgiven your mother then or your father. Because I'm telling you, once you forgive them, God will forgive you. Because you're admitting that I'm, you're wrong for judging them. All anger is judgment, and you're playing God when you judge. So you haven't forgiven her. That's why you, that's why you still had that anger. And I'm a living witness. I had the anger. I was very emotional. I was so emotional, I couldn't stand myself. Really, I was a wimp. Wimpy wimp, wimps here was my sign on my back. But honestly, once he took the anger away when I forgave, I'm not like that anymore. I don't feel strong, but I don't feel weak. And I don't have all that conflict and all that stuff. I'm not afraid. And I don't hate anybody. You know, I don't, you know, I've gone through a lot. And I've learned that you can't trust people. People will turn on you, right? But I'm okay with that because I understand it now. It's not personal. But So you got to do the prayer. So you, you don't have to. But I recommend you do it because I can tell you want to overcome that anger. 
and then you'll be free. All right? I can't hear you. Yes, sir. Yeah. And right here, why don't you let your anger go? Did you raise your hand? No, I didn't raise oh, my hand. Oh, you didn't raise your hand? Okay. You, you don't have anger? Uh, take it back. No. Take it oh. my back. Do you have anger? I'm, I'm sure I do. Do you have anger? Yeah. Do you have anger? I'm getting there. Do you have anger? No. I mean, what I don't want to lie. I don't know. I don't know. You don't, don't know if you have it or not? I don't. Why don't you know? I don't know. I mean, I guess... I, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. I don't really understand. Do you know yourself? I think so, yeah, for do sure. Do you do the silent prayer? I... We've gone over this. I, I fall asleep a lot, but I, I try to, yes. Do you do the silent prayer? Well, it ends up I fall asleep, so I guess I don't do it. Do you do the silent prayer? No. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is so hard about just saying no right away? <laughs> I, I just don't want to be dishonest. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, but, but so while we were going through that little thing right now, what were you thinking? Why do you just say no? Because um, I want to present myself as being right and yes, saying, sir. oh, yeah, no, but I am attempting to do it because yes. I want to make sure that I at least that when I say no, that I kind of am it's giving it the effort. Yeah. Right, yeah. So. All ego. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's what it is, too. The, you know, God said, let your answer be yes or no, yay or nay or whatever. And people don't want to say yes or no because that ego want to present itself as looking good, being smart, thinking it knows what it doesn't know. You're trying to fool somebody when you're really fooling yourself and keeping yourself in the darkness. Because when I'm going about it with you, and you're saying, yeah, maybe, yeah, sometime. Everybody around you can see that, no, he's not doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's just fooling myself. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. And the ego cares about what people think about it, too. You know, whereas when you come back into the light out of that fallen state, you can care less what anyone thinks about you. Mm. I'm telling you, it's just not in your nature anymore. The most important thing to you at that point is seeking the kingdom of God in his right way so that you could be his son and be a living example. It's amazing he, how I, it's, it's so much makes sense, but then I'm so overwhelmed by the emotional side of just doing it all. Yeah. That it, it, it's like, well, clearly it makes sense, and why don't I just do it, and then I'll fall asleep. Yeah. It's, you haven't suffered enough yet. Ugh. <laughs> Believe me, when you are fed up with suffering, because I, I just had gotten to a point in my life, I just said, you know what? And I remember, too, I'm just sick of this. I can't change myself. I read the Bible. I tried to learn the scriptures. I've done everything that human beings have been telling me to do. This is not working. I give up. I didn't want to suffer anymore. And so maybe you need to suffer some more. Thanks. <laughs> Because you may have a hard head. You know what they say about a person with a hard head? 
I can't say. <laughs> they have a hard fall. But if I could give this to you, I would. I'm just a witness to it. If you forgive by getting to know yourself, you can be free. And then you come out of all this thinking. You don't have to worry about stuff. It's taken away from you. And if you are still dipping and dabbing sometimes, it won't be a problem because you know you're going to get past it. Because now you're not mad at yourself about it. And you'll get past it because he's helped you to overcome so much already. So all these old habits you picked up as a result of living in that father state won't be a big deal to you. Because you know of yourself, you can do nothing about it. So you don't, you're not angry at yourself about it anymore. And you just stay with the prayer. You stay watchful, meaning that you watch yourself and it'll, get, it'll just fall away. And God is not going to be mad at you if you had that one last drink. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's nothing like what you've been told. His way is simple and easy and easy and easy and easy. Yes, ma'am. On this forgiveness for uh, forgiving your mother, my mom passed away. And um, I just want to know for sure. I thought I forgave her, but every once in a while, something will remind me of something my mother did or something I do reminds me of what my mother would do. Yes. Then there it is again. Yeah. And it's like, now I'm resenting myself. Yeah. Well, and you have not been so you I have not forgiven. So I'm trying to like find the line where how do you give total have total forgiveness right. in one instance when I cannot see it all. Anybody here uh, have forgiven the mothers and father? Anyone here at all? So all you guys are mad at your mama. <laughs> Amazing. You forgave. You forgave your mother. Huh? Yep. Well, this young man here, then I'll come to you. And how do you know you yes. have forgiven? You forgive your mother? Yes, sir. And your father? Yes. And how do you know you have forgiven? Well, um, first thing is that we don't have all this animosity and hostility going on between each other that we used to have before. Oh, okay. And then uh, now when I talk to him and deal with him, man, it's, it's just easy, you know? Okay. Yeah. How about you? You forgive your mother, you say? Oh, you forget your mother? I was never mad Let at my mom. No. So what? I was never mad at my mom because um, when I was young, I think about five or six, um, me and my other four siblings, we went into foster care. A little louder? One um, what? So me and my other four siblings, I'm the youngest of five. We went into oh. foster care. Oh. And um, what happened is that my mom, she and her and my dad were together, but they didn't get married. And um, he was in the military, so my mom and us lived with his family. He didn't come back for us after I was born, so we had to move in with my grandmother. And my grandmother was like a racist on both sides. She was like mixed, so she was calling blacks niggers and whites hunkies. Your grandmother did? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, so. so, Yeah, um, great grandma. I'm not even mad at her. She's just, you know, confused. Yeah, that's right. And but what, what happened was that um, there was two other families living with my with us, but my uh, my older brothers happened to be beaten because they were the darker ones. So eventually, um, one of the cousins called the police, and 
you know, my mom's family was the only, my mom's kids were the only ones that went into foster care. And I just never looked back. Yeah. I was very happy about it because I didn't get beaten or anything, but my brothers did, right. you know. So um, I just never held any anger toward my mom because she wound up having a mental breakdown because of all the stress and stuff. So you understood then what was going on. I understood at an early age, yeah. and I was, I was very that happy. That helps, too. When you're young, if you can understand and see what's going on, I saw it, it does prevent you from becoming angry. Yeah, I, I saw Because you have that understanding. Yeah. I totally understand that. So I, never, I was never mad at my mom because she couldn't help it. I mean, yeah. what else was she going to do? That's right. So um, what... To, like as of today, my, my one of my older brothers, um, he's a year older than me. He's like a staunched Christian. Yeah. But recently, like well, three that years long, ago, I mean, that, stop playing the drama. Buddy. Three <laughs> years ago, he wanted to go and sue my father because he didn't take care of us. And I was telling him, listen, if he didn't, if we were living with him, you don't know how it would have ended. You yeah. know, you don't know if you, it would have been a worse, a, a, a horrible situation for us. So I told him, just thank God that you went into foster care and you were taken care of because things, well, good things happen. Well, he wants to go see his father? We're all trying to figure out where he is or if he's still alive. I highly recommend he should see him. I, I'm, we're trying. Like, I'm, yeah. like, researching. Yeah, I know he's good. in Houston, Texas, somewhere. He's, like, a retired vet. But I don't know if he's still alive, so we're just trying to figure out. But my older brother, who had to go through a lot of the trauma being called, like, the N-word and, right. like, you know, a lot of issues... He suffers. He's like very angry. You know, he has all his his kids are older and he's doing a good job with his kids. But himself, he's so emotionally still just messed up inside. And he will not forgive. He's mad at my mom and he's mad at his dad for having to deal with it because he's the oldest. So well, what he's um, really mad about is he has his deep emptiness inside. Yeah. And he's yearning for his father and mother. Yeah. Especially his father. That's what he's missing. But Satan would tell him, oh, you're angry because your father wasn't there to provide. Right. Or your father wasn't there to set the example of how to be a man. Yeah. That's not it. He's angry because he's looking for the love of his father. He, yeah. His soul needs to be fulfilled. And the only thing that can do that is a return to the father. Yeah, I'm trying to like I'm like been looking for him oh, to good. find out where. He, yeah, I've been looking him looking for him for four years now. So I'm like I hope I hope and pray I'm able to take a trip to Dallas and um, try to figure out where he is because nice. you know you know his family. Oh yeah. Like, um, oh good. Oh yeah. We um, my brother used to uh, live with his sister. Oh, okay. And his with their with his family, so yeah. they're all looking for him. Like, where is he at? Where yeah. is he okay? So. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I've never well, I hope been angry. Find him. And when you find him, don't go there yelling at No, no. Why do you take care of us? No. What I, happened to you? I've never you been. You don't love us. No, I, I, say, I'm very happened? grateful. Why weren't you there? Yeah. We needed you. I do want to hear his story. Right on. Um, I'm in contact with his family, but nobody knows anything about him. Yeah. And he also went into foster care. Oh, he did? He did. He Your went into father? foster care um, when wow. he was young because, in and out of foster care because his mother um, had an alcohol problem. So they went in and out, you know. Yeah. But I'm not mad at all. I'm very happy that I went into foster care. Right on. So. Well, I'm glad you're not mad. And I got saved. When I went into foster care, I got saved by my, I chose to get saved at like seven years old. Uh-huh. And I never looked back. Right I've on. always been so happy, so. Well, I hope the best for your brothers, too, so. Yeah, me too. You know, uh, so the way you know that you have forgiven, the way you know that you have forgiven, you have perfect peace. 
You have perfect peace. And what peace feel like is not a feeling. It's a lack of uh, conflict that you had beforehand. So what happens is the, the fear, the doubt, the worry, the insecurity, the jealousy, the envy, all that stuff that you have inside now is disappear. It will be taken away and then there's nothing left. It's not like a feeling that you're going to have. It's just a disappear of all that stuff you do have. And so that's what perfect peace is like. All that stuff will be gone. And then you would know that you have forgiven. And then so from that point forward, whatever happens or whomever talk about you or betray you or whatever happens in life, you will not be moved by it. You will have great compassion for the person that treats you that way because you would know that they can help themselves. Because in darkness, you see everything in the wrong way. And so you would know that the person that's trying to hurt you or take your children or whatever, they literally can't help it because they're in darkness and you have compassion because now you're in the light. So what happens when you forgive, all the conflict is gone and you have peace. And when you know you have peace, you have no conflict. It's like you're just there. Isn't that nice? That's how you would know. And there would be no doubt about it. Yes. Jesse, how do you admit to being wrong? It seems like there's two ways to admit being wrong. One where you don't change. One where you don't change and one where it causes you to want to forgive. And if you can't get that right, you know, the admitting part, then nothing else will follow that. Right. Um, That's really, really a good question. And so let's determine what being wrong is, right? So being wrong is not the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, the lies, and the video game. That's not what being wrong is. That's not what you're looking for. Those are not things you want to hold on to. But a lot of people, when they look for being wrong... They think they're being wrong by being a liar or a thief or a smoker or, or whatever, right? Or a person that curses. That's why you hear a lot of Christians say, don't curse. I thought you were a Christian. <laughs> Sorry, that's why. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are symptoms. Right. So being wrong is having anger. Playing God. That's what being wrong is. So you can see that you have the anger. Then you know you're playing God. And you just need to see it. That's all. Without running away from it. You don't even have to run and tell anyone. Just see it for yourself. And that's what it means to repent. When you see that you're playing God. And don't judge yourself for playing God. Just see it. And it will change by itself. Yeah, I'm going to try that. I'm, I'm going to wait till this anger pops up again, and then I'm going to look at it. I th- I'm going to try to, you know, look at it in a way that I haven't before, you know, with just the intellect. Well, don't even try to, don't tell yourself that either. No, I, I know no. I didn't mean to say it that way. I mean, don't I'm even say looking it. for a fresh way. Because the moment he said, well, I'm going to try to look at it right without being angry, he's setting himself up. Because this is a spiritual thing, and you can't make a decision how to do it. It has to happen. When I saw that I was angry, it's not, I had nothing to do with seeing it. I was just sitting there in prayer. He allowed me to see it. And when I saw it, I felt so bad. I felt, 
a sadness that I never experienced before. It's not like a sadness, like, you know, your, your father won't let you go and stay overnight at your friend's house. Or your woman left. Or you have no money. Or, it's not that kind of sadness. Or somebody died. It's a weird, it's a, not a weird, it's a different sadness. It's a soul sadness. Because I saw that I was wrong for having it. He allowed me to see that I was wrong for having this anger against my parents. And in that, a sadness came, and it cost me to repent. The sadness was me repenting for being angry at them. Isn't that something? And, all, and, and so when I saw that, everything passed, and I was free. Yeah, I, I just don't want to um, fall for the, you know, seeing it shallow, right. so to speak, and That's then, right. and then it, it's still being there kind of thing. He's making a good point. So let me clear this up. You can't make yourself see it. You can't make yourself repent. You can't make yourself be sad about hating, being angry. Of yourself, you can do nothing. That's why he said, be still and know me. He would do it all through you because it's a spiritual thing. So you can't make yourself change anything. That's why you need to relax and just suffer until it happens. Seek him first and it'll happen. But of yourself, you can do nothing about it. And the ego doesn't want to accept that it can do nothing. <laughs> That's for sure. It doesn't want to accept that because he's playing God. The ego is Satan's nature inside of you. And Satan is doing everything that God does, but it's an imitation of it. It's not the real deal. It's like marrying a man that dressed in a dress and you thought you had a woman. And so now, you, now you're in love with the man that wear the dress. And so you start telling yourself, this is a woman. So and that, and that's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> Have you ever done something wrong and you knew it was wrong, but now you're addicted to it, so you start justifying it? That's what I'm talking about. Isn't that weird how that can happen to you? So then you're saying, and have been saying forever, that the true act of admitting is, comes with God showing you. Yes. Because once he shows you, the admitting is part of that. That's why he wants you to know yourself. Okay. Because you see that you can't do anything. You don't know anything, right? So he'll take over and start. He'll let you see what's wrong. He will cause you to repent. He will draw you into the kingdom. Sign me up. Sign you up? Okay. Isn't that amazing? How many people accept this? I want you to know that. So if you stumble, don't be mad about stumbling. Just know, wow, I just stumbled. And don't make it a big deal. And he'll change it. Because if you don't judge it in any form or fashion, it will change. And don't ever say, oh, I should have done that. I would never do that again. I can't believe it. I'm never going to do that again. You're just lying. And you're just setting yourself up to do it even more so because you're playing God. Just let go and live. So you're an alcoholic. Just be an alcoholic. Until you're tired of being an alcoholic. And then it'll change. But you can't control anything. So do you got, anybody know for sure that you can't control anything in your life? You really can't control it. You're not in control. And the people who say, I'm in control, they're lying to you. 
They're not. And you hear a lot of women say, um, it's my truth or uh, stupid stuff. They're lying. You're not in control of anything. It's either you're inclined toward good or evil. And whomever you're inclined toward, that's what controls you. You're not in control of anything. And the sooner you realize that, the, the happier you become. Because you won't be mad. You won't judge yourself. Last one. Isn't this nice? Tuber Klaus asks, is it normal to be sad after doing a silent prayer and realizing what a fallen state we are in? Uh, that's a good question. Don't judge it as normal or abnormal. Just allow yourself to go through it because only God knows. And if he wants you to know, he will reveal it to you. So when you do the silent prayer, if you start shaking or whatever, people have stuff come out of their mouth, whatever happens, uh, don't judge it. Allow yourself to go through it. The Father's with you. All right, so don't call it normal or abnormal because now you're letting go and you're allowing God to really take over. And he's going to take care of you. So don't give it a title at all. Just live your life. Don't have any decisions about anything. Can you imagine living a life without having to make any decisions? It's amazing. All right. Um, so go to rebuildingtheman.com and uh, slash church and just do the silent prayer. If you already have some other type of prayer you're doing, whether it's to Allah, Akbar, whomever, just do that too. But do the silent prayer. Do your emotional stuff first and then do the silent prayer. You'll see the right way to go. All right. But I highly encourage that. And when you're with your mothers today, just apologize. Hey, Mom, I'm sorry for, you know, maybe taking a room somewhere. Don't do it in front of everybody. I'm sorry for holding these grudges against you. You were not a good person and I object you for it. I'm sorry. And you'll be free. All right. Then you can love your parents in the right way. And I'm telling you this as a witness. You can love them in the right way. All right. Don't forget to support us. We need your donations, uh, your tithe and offerings. Uh, tune into the radio show Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, what else? We have the women's forum. Is it this Thursday night? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this Thursday night. Every third Thursday night at 7. It's for ladies only. Really good. First Thursday night for men only at 7 and every Sunday for everybody. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Hermes? Is this your first time here? Yeah. Uh, tell me your name and how did you hear about it? Sean. Take the mic there. Uh, my name is Sean, yeah. and uh, I've just watched your videos on YouTube. That's how I came. That's oh, how good. I got to know you. Yeah. Well, welcome, man. Thank you. Have you overcome your anger yet? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, beta male. Still. <laughs> <laughs> All men who sometimes have anger. Sometimes it feels that way. Huh? I said sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, beta. <laughs> <laughs> Why not let it go? Mm. Um, sometimes uh, you just you let you let your emotion just kind of take hold, and you can't help it. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I can't. Yeah, but um, but I look at it as maybe like an object, and just and just be able to maneuver around it. No way, that's not um, gonna work. Yeah. Did you know that every man who has anger is a woman? 
Mm. Feminine trait. It's a feminine nature. Yeah. He said, oh. Did you know that? <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. So is your mother still living? Yeah. You need to go and forgive her. Okay. Because it's her that's living in you. You're living through her nature instead of through your own nature, through God's nature inside of you. And so you become like your mother because you become whomever you're angry at. You take on their identity hmm. and you become subject to them. And every woman you get involved with is, is mama, because unless you forgive your mother, you're never going to be able to deal with women in the right way because you're attracted to that spirit, even if you don't want to be. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yep. So will you deal with her today? I, I just got off the phone with her a and, little bit ago. Are you going to see her? No, nah, she lives in Northern California. Oh, I see. Yeah. But I highly recommend you, you forgive her. And don't, mm-hmm. don't say, Mama, I know you love me, and I love you. I'm sorry for what I've done. Say, Mother, um, whatever you're angry at her about, uh, you know. I, don't, I can't think of something I'm angry at. Well, do the prayer. You'll she's see always what there. You know, whether she tried to control you or told you you had to go to college or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you, you need to see what it is. And they realize she couldn't help herself and apologize for holding that anger. Don't ask her to forgive you. You forgive her. Mm-hmm. Because if you ask someone to forgive you, then they'll control you. So God doesn't say ask for forgiveness from anyone. He says to forgive and he will forgive you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. And so, but do the silent, are you doing my, the silent prayer? I haven't thought of the silent prayer. Okay, I want you to go to my website, rebuildingtheman.com mm-hmm. slash church, and do the silent prayer. And you will yeah. see what it is, then you can deal with it. Are you okay. glad you came? Yeah. Any questions? I, I, I didn't know uh, it started earlier. Yeah, 11 a.m. Okay. okay. Any questions for me? Um, no. Oh, okay. I'm Answer glad you came. questions for me. All right. Do you have any questions? No, thank you, Justin. Okay, I'm glad you came. All right. Uh, let me just tell you this. We're not off yet, right? We're still streaming. Okay. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, I don't know what he has planned for next Sunday. But you remember when Jesus was on the cross and he said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Remember that? Yes. Interesting stuff. <laughs> James, I think it was James and I having a discussion about that. Was it us? The two? But when he was on the cross, he said, why have you forsaken me? Not lately. Oh, I had that conversation with someone. And when it was explained, I'm like, wow, that's what it was all about. So if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, we're going to talk about that next Sunday. Oh, OK. Jeremiah, come and mention that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did? I told him I'll put him on blast there. I'm glad you called him out. Oh, good. He didn't comb his hair. That's why. Say, read this? Yeah. All right. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> Bond is hosting its ninth annual men's conference of, it? on Saturday, June 16th to 5 to 8.30 p.m. 6146 West Pico Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90035. Uh, we'll be talking about whether you're an alpha or beta male. Ooh, that leave you out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Learn to overcome fear and doubt and resolve issues. How to achieve a winning mindset and gain lasting success in family and business. Don't miss out. And what's your website? 
Okay. You can R- RSVP at rebuildingtheman.com or contact us at 323-782-1980. All right. Thank you, buddy. Nice. So it's going to be a good conference. It's our ninth annual conference. And if you'd like to sponsor someone, you know, ladies or some of the guys who are not coming, uh, uh, if you'd like to sponsor someone, call the office and let them know or go online. Or if you'd like to advertise, we need a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Sponsorship. Sponsorship. Let us know, all right? Thank you for tuning in. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Happy Mother's Day.